Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk USA. Are you tired of waiting for change? Tune into Blog Talk USA. Let your voice be heard on Blog Talk USA. Blog Talk USA. Are you tired of waiting for change? Tune into Blog Talk USA. Let your voice be heard on Blog Talk USA. This is a national health alert from the 24-7 Diabetic Health Hotline. If you, a family member, or a loved one has diabetes, listen closely. Now, regardless of your age, if you have insurance, you may qualify to receive diabetic testing supplies with little to no out-of-pocket cost. Get free delivery, free information, and all the paperwork is handled by our accredited suppliers for free. Call the 24-7 Diabetic Health Hotline now for details. But wait, there's more. If you call right now, you could get a free meter upgrade. In addition, we'll give you a free pedometer as our special gift to you. We have knee, back, and other braces available, as well as pharmacy services. Regardless of your age, if you suffer with diabetes and you have insurance, we can help. 888-303-9136. 888-303-9136. 888-303-9136. That's 888-303-9136. This is a national health alert from the 24-7 Diabetic Health Hotline. If you, a family member, or a loved one has diabetes, listen closely. Now, regardless of your age, if you have insurance, you may qualify to receive diabetic testing supplies with little to no out-of-pocket cost. Get free delivery, free information, and all the paperwork is handled by our accredited suppliers for free. Call the 24-7 Diabetic Health Hotline now for details. But wait, there's more. If you call right now, you could get a free meter upgrade. In addition, we'll give you a free pedometer as our special gift to you. We have knee, back, and other braces available, as well as pharmacy services. Regardless of your age, if you suffer with diabetes and you have insurance, we can help. 888-303-9136. 888-303-9136. 888-303-9136. That's 888-303-9136. Do you want the best rates on term life insurance? Then remember this number, 800-989-1415. Protect your family with $250,000 or more in term life insurance coverage and save up to 75%. Rates are lower than they have ever been. So now is the best time to protect your family with quality term life insurance. Call now for your free quote, 800-989-1415. 
We'll shop the top-rated insurance companies to get you the best rates from companies you can count on. So don't wait any longer. Call now for the lowest rates ever and save up to 75%. Even if you have term life insurance, you can always add more coverage. If you don't, have term life insurance protect your family today. The call is free. Call Term Direct now. 800-989-1415. 800-989-1415. 800-989-1415. Blog Talk USA. Are you tired of waiting for change? Tune in to Blog Talk USA. Let your voice be heard on Blog Talk USA. Welcome, welcome everyone. We are really glad to be here with you on Blog Talk USA for this marvelous Monday. Uh, let me tell you how you can always find us and listen to our live programs and our archived episodes. The number to call to listen live by phone is 515-605-9375. You can find us at blogtalkusa.com or blogtalk. Uh, blogtalkradio.com forward slash blogtalkusa, or you can find us in podcast form. And, of course, you can find Dr. Shirley McKellar, myself, and Dr. Nancy Nichols here on Blog Talk USA every Thursday at 1215 Texas time. So however you're joining us, we just appreciate that you are. And now let me give you over. Oh, and I do hope that everyone who had nasty weather uh, the past several days is doing well. I, I hope everybody's hanging in there and um, nobody's injured or, or frozen out. Let's hope. <laughs> hey there, Dr. McKellar. Hi, Ms. Brianna. Good evening. Yes, uh, as a matter of fact, first of all, I want to welcome everybody to Marvelous Monday uh, in conjunction with a view from the top. As you know, we, co- we, we coordinate and work hand in hand one with the other in both of those shows. But it's great to be right back here on Monday night with Marvelous Monday. And, yes, Miss Rihanna, on Thursday and Friday we were frozen up and stayed inside around the fireplace and kept very warm. And so, but we were happy to get back out there on Saturday morning and get back to the restaurant and get back to some form of normalcy. At least we mm-hmm. did not have the repeat of ERCOT. So that was a blessing right here. Yes. Right. So we were ready. But uh, tonight, let me just share with you tonight uh, what's been going on. We actually have been waiting patiently since 530 uh, this afternoon uh, to get going with the debate of those candidates that are running for governor for the state of Texas. And uh, I I don't think all of them were included. Well, everybody was included. Let me back up and change that. Everybody was included, but I don't think everybody showed up. So we know that Pastor Michael Cooper uh, showed up, and he has been there. We, we actually have been waiting in the wings since 530 early on this evening uh, because we were waiting for uh, Mr. Beto O'Rourke to show, and he only got there uh, 30 minutes ago. So, uh, mm. so this debate just now started and started at 730, uh, shortly after 730, because it was about 730, about 727 to be exact, 
when he arrived there. I don't know what the delay uh, was, uh, the hour and a half delay that caused him to be late. But, mm-hmm. but Do we way, have an audio feed of that? Uh, well, there's no taping or anything oh. like that. I understand Mr. Arthur is there now, and we were trying to get in, Ms. Rihanna, but uh, it was the issue with the Internet service there located there at the Dallas African American Museum there at Fair mm-hmm. Park. And so uh, because of the issues with uh, the Internet service, we were not able to get in. I don't know if I, I sent you a link, but I am actually broadcasting a slide. We have Mr. Eric Williams, who's uh, covering us on, on this uh, TV. And um, so T-H-I-Z-Z, TV, and so I'm on there. And so if you ever go on that line you can uh, you can see uh, what's going on with a view from the top and all of that so we have all of our equipment and we're ready to start broadcasting uh and so we're testing things out tonight i can see myself uh, i'm sorry i can't see you <laughs> but i can see myself on the television network and so it, it, as a matter of fact it is a beautiful layout that mr eric williams has put together for us so uh if ever you want to to tune in and be a part of the uh, uh, visible, visual broadcast, Ms. Rihanna, and ever you can do that, you can, because I know you own an iPhone, and that's all you have to own is an iPhone. But we have okay. all of the, uh, yeah, we have all of the equipment all set up so that we can, and, and we really didn't have to have anything but an iPhone, but I, I, he sent me out to get the nice lighting, so we have beautiful Beautiful lighting. I mean, I look like somebody tonight with this lighting. <laughs> <laughs> really. I'm sitting in one of my bedrooms where I always do my Zooms and all of that. And so with the lighting on, they showed me how to do all of this on last night. And so uh, I guess I'm going to become a recording uh, star here. In just you look like Miss for herself, huh? <laughs> 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 oh well, <laughs> oh well. <laughs> so uh, yeah, maybe we should bring her in and, and show us how to really make this thing happen uh, by becoming uh, the o- Oprah of East Texas. I think that's what Pastor Cooper started to call me. But um, right. <laughs> but yeah, fortunate, uh, we would have. Uh, so, but tomorrow, uh, uh, Beto O'Rourke will be in Tyler, Texas, at, at one o'clock here at uh, in my district. He will be at the. Um, Glass Center in the Wilded Park area, and uh, so uh, so we we heard a little bit of uh, the debate, but uh, just a little bit because I looked at the clock and I said, "Oh my goodness, it's eight oh three! I better jump off and and jump on." So we did hear a little tiny bit. So I'm sure that that debate is not going to go very very long. I don't know, but uh, Dr. Hagney will not be able to be on tonight. He said he has a meeting going on. And so um, I had invited uh, someone else to come, and uh, she didn't get the message until later on. So uh, this is election time, as you know, uh, the 13th. I think it's one one week from today. Today is, what, 7 February? So one week Mm -hmm. from today uh, will actually be February the 14th, Valentine's Day, and that is the first day of early voting. Yes. We are. So what's going on in your world? Did you have that cold weather that come your way? Oh, yeah. 
We did. <laughs> so you've been uh, snowed and iced in, but uh, we were able to, to get out yesterday a little bit, and it's starting to melt now. So we're everybody here as well, yeah. So it, did your school close up like ours did down here? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. But, you know, so. we're having such a huge COVID uh, surge that, yeah. you know, a lot of it had to do with, you know, the number of teachers and students who are out. Uh, they don't have enough substitutes, um, you know, to, to cover. So they wanted to do a snow day anyway. Well, substitutes are saying that uh, the money's not worth it to them. <laughs> no. That, uh-uh. that's, that's what they're saying down here. No thanks, but no thanks. Um, I think I'll pass and uh, stay at home and be a little safe, but there's some schools now that are, are actually relaxing the mask. I, I got a, a notice of another school district that said masks are not are no longer required. But like you said, the surge is still really going on. So yes. I, I don't know how we're going to handle this. I think that if more people could get vaccinated, I think that we would begin to see some changes and things. Because like we're, right. we're all really, really tired of the uh, virtual life. Uh, how about you? Uh, you know, I'm coping a little better than most Good. people uh, with this whole thing. Um, right. You know, but I I don't know. It could be because, um, you know, I did have a surprise little COVID baby. And <laughs> in, the, <laughs> in the midst of all that, you know, any, anybody out there who uh, has ever found themselves uh, – you know, pregnant with a, a later in life child, you might feel uh, isolated, scared, you know, all those things. But I had my entire family, everybody I love in the house with me, helping me get through all of it. So I've thrived <laughs> uh, you, in this in environment. <laughs> right. You've, you've done amazing and um, you shocked us all, but you've done amazing. And uh, I'm very, very proud and cannot believe that that baby is growing up so fast. How many months now? 18 months. That's amazing. Oh, my goodness. Do you know how close to two years that is? That's I know. really. <laughs> really yeah. He's already that's crazy. Good. He already acts like a two-year-old. <laughs> You're so funny. That, that terrible twos already came about, right, at 18 months. Is he walking? Yes. Oh my goodness! Yes, he. As soon as he took his first step, he took off, and we haven't seen him since. <laughs> Hasn't stopped since then. Huh? That's not. Uh, no, he has not. But he's a good little boy, and he's so he's happy. He's funny. He is the apple of his sister's eyes. So oh, I, and and ours. <laughs> oh, I exactly. I know that's beautiful, and mine. <laughs> yes, and my, he's precious. Was, yes, yes, yes. Well, I'm very, very proud of uh, that little fella, and now he's just made that whole your family complete, and that's beautiful. That's, that's right, very beautiful. Well, and and I do uh, kind of about that. I I really do want to say, and I was, you know, I know I was joking around, but I was also serious. You know, 
and anytime you find yourself in an unplanned pregnancy, it doesn't right. matter if you're married and have kids and a job. You know, none of that matters, uh, right? Necessarily, an unplanned okay. situation like that can throw you for a loop, and it's there's no shame in sharing your feelings of inadequacy, of fear. Of can I do this? You know, share those feelings with other people because, you know, nobody is perfect. No parent is perfect. If any parent tells you, I was never terrified for one moment, they're lying to you. And you need to share those feelings with someone, particularly a health professional. That's very, very good, uh, Ms. Rihanna. You should actually share more of that. I think that's the first time I've heard you uh, speak on that subject. And um, so you're the you're the pro on that. You could really help a lot of <laughs> ladies that may, may be listening uh, out there uh, to uh, to tell them don't be afraid to ask for help. Right? Is that your point? That oh you're my making? gosh! Yes, yes, it is. Well, and I suffered uh, from postpartum depression, not sure. this time, but with the other with my girls, and. Um, you hear about postpartum depression, but, you know, even as much as I had heard of it, it didn't really occur to me when it was happening that that's what was happening. Right. Um, but, you know, it, it just, you know, you've got every reason in the world to be happy and joyful and all of that, and you find yourself crying all the time. And, you know, it, it, if you feel like you have a dark cloud hanging over you, uh, okay. If you feel like you have every reason in the world to be happy, but you're just not, you know, something's going on, and it's probably a chemical imbalance or, you know, something that can be helped with a medical professional. So I, I just ask everybody out there, don't let it get to the point where you think, you know, uh, you're starting to think things that are, are not rational. Uh, you yeah. don't have to let it get to that point. Just be, the, these are real issues. If it feels real to you, then it's real to you, and you deserve to talk to people about that and find some remedy. That's excellent. I am so glad that this conversation came up because that postpartum depression is real, and a lot of people don't embrace that, that that could happen. Just because it didn't happen to everyone does not mean that it can happen. We know that it can, and it does, right? And it yes. happens to the. Well, it feels that shameful. Exactly. Say yeah. that. Say that. You're the, you're, it, it can feel shameful because you're the mommy, and you look around you, and you see all these other people with their babies, and they're smiling, and they're co- they seem to be coping with things really well. Uh, they don't seem to be freaking out over the things that you're freaking out about. And, you know, they're talking about how instantly they were connected with their children in this profound way that, that perhaps you're not seeing in that same way because you're so tired and trying to get used to things and you don't know what's going on. And sure. so you feel ashamed. You feel totally ashamed. Like, you know, what am I complaining about? And why don't I seem to feel like flowers are growing out of my face right now? <laughs> like all these other people who are just, you know, like skipping and dancing and, and, you know, their baby isn't crying and, you know, what's wrong? And 
it's not it's not that there's something wrong with you and it's not that there's something wrong with your baby. It's just that right. your chemicals got really out of whack when you were pregnant and now that you're not pregnant anymore, uh they're super duper out of whack. <laughs> and exactly. you know, th- there are things you can do about that. That's um you don't nobody has to live that way. And right. um it's just super important to talk to somebody. It really, really is. There's no shame at all, at all, in however it is that you're feeling at that moment uh, to share that you feel that way, and there's no shame in feeling that way. It doesn't make you a bad parent or a bad person. Absolutely. Very good. Because I can tell you, Ms. Rihanna, during my practice, I can remember uh, women would say, you know, I have this very beautiful baby, and I think about your very beautiful little boy. And so why would I be unhappy if I have this right. beautiful little boy or this beautiful little girl that has mm-hmm. just transcended, changed my life completely? Well, there's the key right there. It did change your life. Right. <laughs> you mentioned those chemicals. Those chemicals got changed. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and, you know, that doesn't mean that your doctor is just going to automatically put you on some kind of medicine. There are, you know, whatever route you want to take to address what you're going through, your doctor uh, will work with you on that. There's different dietary changes you can make. There's exercising habits you can change. And if you choose to go the medicine route, which is uh, what I chose to do, um, you know, that's an option as well. So just there are options out there for you. If you have a big, dark cloud hanging over your head and you're literally finding yourself crying over spilled milk every day, let your doctor know what's going on, please. Very good. As my father would say, um, don't cry over spilled milk. Get you some more milk, right? And so that more they go to your doctor and help you to work through those issues that you're experiencing. So that's beautiful. That's right. Thank you so much for that. Well, Ms. Rihanna, as you yes, know, ma'am. we're coming on, uh, once again, we are coming up on the primary here in Texas, and that is uh, the 1st of March. And so in one week from today, uh, we'll begin early voting uh, here in Texas, and we're just encouraging uh, people to get out there and, and vote early. And uh, But study their candidates. Uh, there's a lot of candidates all across Texas, a lot of contested races. And um, so we're encouraging people to really take a look at every single candidate, study what they have done in the past, because the one thing that we do not want to do, uh, we do not want to put uh, the wrong people in, in offices. We've had enough of that uh, in, in our lifetime of uh, people getting, I, sometimes I call them placeholders, they're just holding the seat and not really working on behalf of the greater good of, of the people in their districts and the people in their communities. And so that's really, really important for me to make sure that the right people are elected to these offices. Right. And so as I, I mentioned, that we, and, and we may be able to hear a little bit of this. I don't, I don't know. I'm going to. Uh, it's, it's a noisy background, but I don't know if, if, if you can hear anything. Uh, All right, yeah, we're going to put up, 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 put up,
just going to let you know. A little tiny bit. Uh, I think the debate was going on between uh, Pastor Michael Cooper and uh, uh, Mr. Beto Aurora. So it looks like to me that it's about ended or uh, over. I'm not sure uh, because I can hear this little fun chattering there. I can actually hear Mr. Arthur speaking. I don't know. But, um, but Ms. Rihanna, you're a Texan, and so uh, and, and I know that even though you're in Kentucky, and um, and you, you're, you're a Kentucky politician, and wait just a minute, I think hold up just one second, let me see. I heard some messages. Sir, can you hear me? Uh, hold up, just Ms. Rihanna. Yes, sir, Mr. Arthur, you're coming in. We're actually, I have Ms. Rihanna on, and we're on radio right now, and we can't hear you. Is the uh, is the debate over? Yes, uh, it, it's closed. Uh, could y'all hear it okay? Could y'all hear it at all? Yes, we could, we could hear a, a little bit. So would you would you come in on our, our television now so that you can kind of give us a little update on exactly what happened? Ms. Rihanna and I are anxious to hear uh, just exactly what the questions were. We could hear a little bit in the background, but not that real clearly. So okay. You, so so at, you check with uh, uh, Mr. Eric Williams. He can give you the link to bring you in, okay. and then you can share uh, with us. Okay. All right. Oh, okay. Give me about give me about ten minutes, and yes. I'll be in. Okay. Yes, yes sir. That'd be great. Thank you. Okay. Uh, uh, okay. So uh, it, so I, I as I mentioned this round, I didn't figure it was going to last very long uh, because it just wasn't going to last very long. <laughs> So uh, I'm anxious to hear uh, exactly. We have, uh, I was just talking about, kind of talking about uh, politics in Kentucky and how things are, are going, and we, I'm taking it now to the national level until Mr. Arthur comes on, and then we can talk about the state level. But uh, but we know how things are going uh, in Washington, D.C., and so your, your guy uh, has been kind of quiet, but... We know that that uh, Liz Cheney and um, and uh, what's the other gentleman's name that they they kicked them both out Adam of Adam Kinsinger. The, yeah, Kinsinger. That's right. You may as well say they kicked them out of the Republican Party, right? Would you say that? Well, not not only that. <laughs> I would say it's twofold. They kicked them out of the Republican Party while they were in the process of declaring the Republican Party to be proud endorsers of political insurrection and what happened at the Capitol. They said that that was normal political discourse. That's amazing. Normal political, yeah. Like that was normal. We heard, you know, that whole summer when Black Lives Matter protests were going on after George Floyd, all we heard was domestic terrorism, domestic terrorism, domestic terrorism. Well, that wasn't, none of that was state sanctioned, you know? Right. Uh, right. None of the peaceful protesters were involved in any of the looting and, you know, nonsense that went on. It was opportunists and looters who were responsible for that. So, you know, there's that. Uh, there's just no comparison to the two at all, um, you know, <laughs> organic protests versus, you know, over a man being strangled to death 
or suffocated to death for no reason by a police officer versus the president, sitting president of the United States, literally, and the people around him trying to seize voting machines and overturn the election results and threaten the vice president, threaten Republican members of Congress, uh, stall the duly elected Congress of the United States from doing its constitutional duty um, right. where they desecrated our capital. They, they, they urinated and defecated on yes. uh, artwork in the Capitol building. Uh, yes. You know, at the height of coronavirus, they left a huge mess behind for, you know, lower wage workers to clean up after them. Um, you know, threatening to hang Nancy Pelosi and Mike Pence and, I mean, you know, beating up police officers. That's what the Republican Party calls normal political discourse. And I'm not worried about what what our quote-unquote side uh, does about that uh, being a new normal in the views of Republicans. What I'm worried about is what that tells other right-wing people that, uh, you know, the, the party that they either are in or would be involved in if they were involved in a party at all uh, sure. legitimized the coup that you tried to pull. They just legitimized that seditious conspiracy that people were involved in to, to commit insurrection on our capital. So, you know, it, I always think they're going to, at some point, will find the bottom of their barrel. They don't have one. They don't have one. Right, right. Well, it's troubling uh, for me because it just seems like to me that somebody should be able to do something about all of this. Now, I know everything takes time. Uh, I remember growing up, my grandfather used to tell us that it takes time for law, law, the law, quote, unquote, to carry out uh, things. We know that things can hang in our court system forever and a day, and then sometimes it never happens. But it depends upon who is going through the court system as to how quickly uh, things will take place. And um, yeah. just think about just think about those two gentlemen that uh, that stayed in prison for 50 years. I think I, I don't know if you saw this or not, Miss Rihanna, but they were um, there was a, a special on on I think it was Sunday night that we were watching it in regards to uh, Malcolm X and who killed him or who or should I say who didn't kill him? Did you see that? And those, no, I have not watched it yet. Okay. Well, one one of the gentlemen had already died. I think he died in like 2007. And uh, then one that um, one that was still living, and they were finally vindicated. These two black men that were accused of killing Malcolm X, and they spent 50 years in prison, and one died wow. in there. And so the one, the other one, was just released, and so they had a really beautiful special uh, about the 50 years in, in prison for a crime that they did not commit. They did not kill Malcolm X but they were accused of killing him. So wow. that's my point that I, that I was making. It's, um, 
it just depends upon who's in the court system, I think, as to how quickly things can happen or or how long it takes for it not to happen. So, right. so these and right. guys were young, young folk in their 20s, late 20s or so. So, uh, you know, most of their lives were gone. And then, of course, the, the, the one that never made it out of prison alive. And so, uh, so mm-hmm. he, spent his life, he spent his young life into his adult uh, senior life mm. uh, in prison. It's just, oh, my goodness. Wow. Yeah. Horrible. Horrible. Yes, yes, it is. So, I was. I just sent a message to, uh, to Arthur. I really want. I want you to hear, uh, Ms. Rianne, I want you to hear the uh, the commercial that Mr. Uh, kudos to Mr. Eric Williams. He's doing amazing, amazing, amazing work um, uh, with uh, with Fizz uh, uh, TV uh, on Roku, and so. For him to set this up and be able to just be someplace else and and get it going and and we can be on television is is just amazing work. So I wanted to I, I don't know if he can hear us or not. I wanted him to uh, to do the commercial uh, for uh, a view from the top. Even though uh, we're on Marvelous Monday, but as you know, we we work these two shows together to one into each other, and so um, so I'm uh, actually. Uh, hoping that he can hear us. If he can hear us, I just yeah, there it goes. Listen to But unfortunately, you cannot see where I can see. It is a beautiful commercial that was put together by Mr. Eric Williams. And so we'll have to show oh, wow. that link. I can't remember if I sent you that link once he put that all together. But we'll have to get some some shots from D.C. Uh, and all of that. And Because I have, I know you have lots of pictures that you can send to me because once my phone uh, got uh, messed all up. I, I I may have some in iCloud, but any any photographs that you have from our trips into DC, if you can send them to mm-hmm. me, so we can incorporate uh, your some of your photographs into um, into the commercial as well. So we have Dr. Nichols on there. We have uh, uh, DG is is in on one of them. And he just did a beautiful job in putting in, and we're in studio on some of the photographs that we have taken while in studio. Uh, it's just outstanding. So you'll have to go on and listen to our interview with uh, Mr. Eric Williams uh, when he did Finding Miriam. And you can hear your, yes. you can hear your voice, but of course, you, you can, since you were not in studio, you cannot hear. But I wanted you to just hear uh, the commercial, and I'm just very pleased with, with what he's put together. And so we have everything I went and got the lighting and all of that and told me exactly what to go and get. So we're ready for this Thursday of, uh, of shooting some live shots and uh, having our show live. 
uh, from in, inside the studio on uh, on Thursday. So, and if ever like once again, if ever you're interested in, because he can he can he can put us all all three of us, you and me and Dr. Nichols, of course, Dr. Nichols and I will be in studio. But he can. Uh, last night we were working at this, and, and uh, he was showing me how everything works and everything, and he can have split screens with uh, with all of us on it, and up to four people can be on his split screen. So he's real sophisticated and excellent. Technical. I know it is. It, it really, it really, really is, and especially during this election time on tomorrow, uh, we, we'll be we'll do some videoing of. Uh, the restaurant, and, and once uh, once the event is over with Beto O'Rourke, uh, people are supposed to be coming in uh, to the restaurant um, tomorrow. So uh, so we'll actually uh, do some live feeds and some live shots mm-hmm. tomorrow. Well, I'll tell every, I'll make everybody this promise: I will leave my square open <laughs> on the days where there is a chance that a naked, crazy little boy will go streaking by. <laughs> Uh, if my camera is on, so when, when I can get on camera, I will. <laughs> you will. That's so funny. <laughs> well, oh yeah. He says he, he can do whatever he wants to do. That yes. is, he got that privilege, that's, right? That's he exactly do right. <laughs> whatever he wants, however he wants to do it, and, and whenever he, he, and yeah. he wants to do it. That's right. <laughs> I love it. So he's earned, he's uh, earned that privilege. He certainly has yes. earned that privilege. <laughs> well, he's very sweet. He's just like his dad. He's very passive and sweet uh, when he wants to be. So he's, he's allowed to do <laughs> the crazy nature boy thing if he wants. <laughs> okay. Very good. Okay. Well, we're, we're kind of waiting for, for Mr. Arthur to – oh, there's a, there's a photograph that we have okay. of the two – there he is. How about that? Hello, Mr. Arthur. Miss Rihanna can hear you. Hello. <laughs> How Miss Rihanna can hear you. Hey there. How are you? Miss Rihanna said hello. How are you? Hello there. Hello there. Hello there. How y'all doing? We're great. Hey. Now, I don't know if y'all can hear that much on the debate, but basically, uh, he just kind of amened uh, Mike all the way through the side. Really? Just repeated what he, he, he repeated all. He sounded like a parrot. He repeated everything uh, Mike said. <laughs> Mike said. Really? Uh-huh. Well, uh, well, when everything Mike says is golden, what, do you get, what else are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> she said what Mike said, says is golden. But I wasn't sure um, the audience 
was it a, a, a diverse audience or was it an, an audience where it would be more safe for Beto to aim in <laughs> everything like that? Oh, no, no, it's, it's COVID. Remember, COVID is in place, so uh, no audience. Uh, Virtual, to okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, no, not even, not, I don't think even virtually, it's just a little handful of people, uh, people were able to be in there. Mr. Arthur was able to be in, but people were not invited to come because of COVID. Right, right, mm-hmm. right, okay. right. If, if, if you have a link of the video and you want me to play any of it, just send it and I'll play it. Sorry, I'm getting a, a tickle. Miss Rihanna, he didn't hear what you said. If there's a link to the I'll video and, and it and anybody wants me to play it, just send it. Yeah, we'll review it after we'll review everything. After, I mean, after we see it, we're gonna post it as soon as we get it, and then we'll the video, and then we'll uh, discuss it then. So, but it was a spirited debate. Great. Oh, there he is. Can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. It's also on YouTube right now, live on the examiner's page. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, you hear that, Shirley? Oh, 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 I think she went to get a drink of water. Oh, she went to get some water, okay. Okay, he says on YouTube channel, you can see it now on YouTube channel. You can see it live on the YouTube and they're re- rerunning it right now. Uh, what's the channel name? The Examiner. It's on the Examiner's page, YouTube. Now, I'll pull now, it up and, now, and if anybody. Go ahead. I had yeah, to go for water, Dallas? guys. Okay, there he fine. is. Hope you're the best. Wonderful. <laughs>
Georgetown, when we walked from Georgetown to Austin, we had a, a long conversation, uh, and a lot of the, the details I would never re- reveal. Uh, sure. But at the same time, we talked again tonight on the stage, and uh, we have a common interest, and that's all it is. We want to do right by the people. Uh, we, we need somebody, and I really don't see if they're Republicans or Democrats, but we need somebody that's absolutely going to uh, represent all the people. And right now, I have to call state to state. Greg Abbott, the, the current governor, is not representing all the people. Just like I challenged Dave uh, Thielen, that is the speaker of the so-called House, uh, to be the speaker of the House. Don't be the speaker for the Republican Party. I don't, uh, once you become the speaker of the House or the governor, you no longer have to wear the badge of yes. that, 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 that party. You wear the badge of the people of Texas. That's right. That's what we're doing. And, and, and that's what... Uh, uh, Mr. O'Rourke and I did tonight on the stage, and we shook at the end, took pictures at the end. Uh, we fellowship because this is all about the people of Texas. Uh, so we all have to put aside our differences. And uh, when it comes to the general election, we have to put aside our differences and make sure we have somebody in Austin, Texas, that represents uh, uh, the, the rights of all the people. And, and that's pushing democracy forward. You know? So in case y'all hadn't realized, I'm still red and on fire ready to go. <laughs> well, one one week from today, I believe is Love Day, right? Yes, early voting day. Early voting day, one week from today, and so people are looking forward to getting to the polls. We're pushing them every single day. Don't wait until March the first. Let's get started. Fourteen February, right? Love Day. Absolutely. <clears throat> How do you uh, fight voter suppression? Vote early. There you How go. Do you fight Take that grassroots, right? 
take the yeah. grassroots in order to uh, to make sure that people get to the polls. So you're traveling to uh, you're traveling back to your uh, home place, uh, Governor. Or you you're going someplace else. You get yeah, we're well, uh, four days on the ice roads. Uh, we're going to the home place. Uh, Dr. Nancy Nichols advised all night, monitored the roads, monitored uh-huh. the situation. We waited for the ice to lift, and uh, we left about 8 p.m. living behind. Lord, oh, darling, it's cursed. Yeah. Uh, he was thinking yeah. the fact that I was pushing for that. 
They have sanitary, uh, what, what is the, uh, sanitizers. Uh, sanitizers, mm-hmm. sanitizers. Uh, they have uh, spread out, I mean, roads where you skip people on pews. I mean, and every church is doing the right thing to open up the churches again. Yeah. So hats off to the pastor. Yeah. Well, we've been back in church for quite quite some time, uh, yes, and we, every other row, and we took temperatures up until this past Sunday. Uh, yeah. They quit taking temperatures, I guess. They just asked the questions and, uh, and in hopes that people who know that they don't feel well, because that's what we're really pushing in our, our uh, medical ministry, is that if you know you don't feel well, don't come. Don't put people right. at risk. You know when you don't feel well. You know you, when you have a sore throat. You know when you have a temperature better than anyone else. You know when you have some symptoms uh, that, and people that show up at church, they may not say, yeah, well, yeah, I've been around somebody. And we don't always know whether we've been around somebody who, uh, who had COVID. <clears throat> now, I had a lady to come into the restaurant on Sunday, and, and we were packed in there at Pasquita. And uh, people are starting to come and sit down rather than taking their food and leaving. There's still a lot of people take their food and leave um, and go home and some go through the drive-thru and don't come inside at all. But there are quite a, <coughs> me, quite a good number that are coming and sit down, but we spread them out, you know, and make sure that, uh, that there's some social distance. So this lady said right. to me, her one daughter and two grandchildren, and so she said to me, um, I just got out of the hospital three weeks ago. Uh, and so and maybe a little long, maybe she said three months ago. But, yeah, three months ago. And she says, and I've had my first vaccination, and I'm going Monday, which is today. So I'm going today on Monday and get my second one. She said, you see these two little children here? And she had a little girl there with probably about uh, – eight or nine, maybe she was 10, and the little boy probably about eight, and then her daughter, and she says, I, got, I was in the hospital with COVID, and, uh, and say, and these children's mother was 31, died of COVID, and oh, wow. she said both, both of us refused to take the vaccine, and she died, and so I don't know if she has some underlying issues or not, but obviously her mother was, was older than she, and she survived. And so she said as soon as it got to the point where she could actually go and uh, get that vaccine, she ran to get that vaccine. <clears throat> so that's what's going on. If we make more people, we could probably mitigate this a lot better than where we are right now. That's it. So I'm glad to hear the report of the pastors and preachers and the churches uh, and they have really, and you're absolutely correct, they have really joined in to help uh, the medical society and people, uh, activists in the community and people like yourself and candidates and all that to try our very best to save people and save their lives. Absolutely. Yeah. Ms. Rihanna, you're still there. Do you have, some, have any comments? I, I am here. Oh, you know, I was just going to, I was reading a story about um, this group of women um, in their uh, 60s and 70s. They have gotten together 
once a week to play bridge for years and they, they quit doing it, um, you know, when, when we were all kind of isolating so much for COVID and right. um, they had re- very recently decided amongst themselves that they really needed that social interaction and they were all going to, you know, kind of isolate and be really safe for a couple of weeks and then they were going to go and have their bridge game. Uh, well, the woman who hosted the game was a, a immunocompromised, and one of her friends showed up to the bridge game and did not reveal that she was COVID positive because she felt fine. The grandmother who hosted that event and wasn't told about this positive COVID case sitting right next to her ended up catching COVID and dying. So, um, yeah, you know, when when you're not wearing your mask, when you don't have the same kind of attitude that you were talking about, that, you know, I'm going to get vaccinated for other people, too, um, this is the kind of thing that can happen. So it's sad. That's exactly what can happen. Well, let me let me share with you guys that I actually have, one of my dear, dear friends that just sent me a message that she's listening in, and um, and she actually uh, works at one of the big, big hospitals there in uh, Fort, excuse me, start that in Dallas. Uh, she is a veteran, and um, and she actually has to be out there every single day. I I have so much compassion for our medical personnel that have to get out there every single day. And sometimes they're having to work around people, even their own colleagues, who um, who are not vaccinated, and then patients who are not vaccinated. So, so I want to see if uh, if she is there, Miss Cheryl. I don't know if you can hear us or not. There she is, right there. Hello, ma'am. Welcome to Marvelous Monday. How are you? <laughs> Thank you. 
I was right here in Texas. We put us at ground zero. As it was up here in our media, the thing was ground zero. So what, what, what effect uh, on, on campaign would it have? And uh, you know, how would we but that's my backyard. You're talking about Montgomery County was uh, our uh, commander in chief uh, visited. And, uh, no idea of how to make uh, Texas uh, great or great again or any of that stuff. So uh, the way we do that is having plans for education, uh, life and train uh, teachers with degrees. Uh, the way we do that is uh, expanding Medicaid through Texas medical insurance. That's my plan. I have a plan. Uh, you know, I've, I've spoken to people like yourself, and I've learned across. Uh, I've learned and gleaned from a lot of you across the great state of Texas. Not only just talk about the issues, but just come up with a plan for those issues. You know, like menu selling uh, when it comes to going to ER, OR, your physician. Imagine going to your physician, and they give you a menu of things that they're going to do for you. Choose, I know, but I don't want that. No, nope, can't afford that. Nope, yep, yep, I do that. And matter of fact, not only would I do that, but I want a second opinion. This is the kind of things that uh, I've, I've been talking about on the campaign trail. How to come up with things and partner, even with the Republicans. I, I don't care who you are. Have to reach across the because we cannot change anything. We're fooling ourselves if we think we're going to go in with a loaded set, with a house that's packed, with a, a Senate that's packed. No, it's not. So we have to bring good common sense ideas to them so they can vote on the wrong part. Uh, uh, another issue that I want to ask you about uh, to just continue on the whole book banning. Uh, issue and so forth. So that's fear raising. Uh, people are still showing uh, for school board meetings and causing disruptions and so forth as far as that's concerned. Uh, so it's an ongoing issue. So how, how, how are we going to navigate that uh, going forward? Well, first of all, we need to use the law that's already in place. There was a young lady, I forget what county she was in, but she said that uh, if they don't change things, she's going to come up there with her guns on Monday morning. Then they arrested her for a little while and released her, but uh, that's a threat, you know. So we're, we're not going to deal with the rhetoric. We're not going to deal with the CRTs and things like that. What we're going to do is continue to fight for those seats. We can't change any things unless we take these seats. Uh, you know, there are a lot of folks out there. If we come together, the coalitions come together, the by nine come together, we can vote on any seat in the state of Texas through the primaries and send our candidates going forward for us. Listen, the billionaires don't understand uh, – our struggles growing up. Uh, if you don't understand about living paycheck to paycheck, you can't understand my struggle. If you don't understand that I had to really think about and pray about uh, marrying my wife, what does that mean? Because she was raised by a single mother. She can go to school for free. But I decided to be the man in my household, and I paid for her college education. College education should be free. That's not reparations. That's just common sense. Uh, you need to graduate with a degree that pays by the time you're 18 years of age. In ninth grade, you should start working and just like I did. I made enough income. I paid my parents $150 a month just to help out with, with the bills in, in the household. Young people are strong. And, uh, matter of fact, years ago, 16 years old, went into the military. So I, I'm just saying, let's use these young, bright minds, train teachers, grow and let them start teaching at the age of uh, 18, 19, 20, and then uh, give them long forgiveness. And then we secure uh, a future for our kids, younger, brighter, intelligent people using uh, futuristic, uh, innovative things like STEM, and coding and things like that, robotics, body shop working, all that stuff, but we need to start over. Uh, Mike, as you know, we have a big debate coming up here in Dallas. I'm excited about it. It's going to be the first time you and uh, uh, Robert O'Rourke are going to be uh, on the same stage, same time, so we're very excited about that. But we'll come back uh, on the other side. We're going to come back in about 30 seconds. I want you to kind of tell us 
how you feeling about that and, and uh and tell us about what school was gonna be happening that night. Be back to that I wanted to introduce you to, 
Uh, her husband is also a pastor there in the uh, Dallas-Fort Worth area. And so um, that's another church that you could probably uh, be able to speak into and get some uh, voters out of there. They live in the uh, Mansfield area. Do you have any connections out there in the Mansfield area? Pastor Cooper, I don't know. Mr. Williams, I don't know if Pastor Cooper is still there or not. Okay. Well, I may have. I may, okay, not yet. Okay, I will. I will let Miss Cheryl. Miss Cheryl, if you are still with us, uh, and if you could uh, take a seat in front of your camera, I really do want to introduce uh, you to the person who is running for governor uh, here. So uh, adjust. If you can adjust your your camera. I don't know if you can hear me or not. I'll send you a, a message uh, shortly to tell you to, uh, if you're a little bit too close to, okay, all right. Let, let me send her a message to let her know what she needs to do in order to prepare to meet uh, Pastor Cooper. And I don't know if Pastor Cooper is still there or not. Let's see. Let me make that happen. Okay, I sent that message out to uh, Ms. Cheryl Trennington. Uh, Ms. Liana stepped away for a few minutes, so uh, so she is certainly she says that she's there. So we're gonna let's see, we're gonna have you to let me tell her to uh, uh, put her camera on the table. Let's see. Okay, let me send that other message to her. For right now, and I'll get that message out there. Uh, please, we'll get a, a break, and we'll be right back at the end of uh, that commercial time. Thank you, Mr. Williams. Um, can I get the now bar, please? One dollar. Have a good one. Got it. Hey, what's going on? Hey. Let me get a now bar. Sure. One dollar. Okay, so we sent that message out, uh, Mr. Williams, to uh, the Gillespie family. I, I certainly want Pastor Cooper, if he is still around, to uh, meet uh, Pastor Gillespie. Uh, his name is uh, Pastor Adolphus Gillespie, uh, one of the pastors out there in Mansfield, Texas. would be a great resource uh, for him in this campaign. So uh, I just got a message from uh, Ms. Gillespie that she is back, but I did send her a message to uh, to rearrange her, her camera so that we can bring her in and we'll be able to pick her up clearly. And then I wanted, of course, her husband to come in so that Pastor Cooper would get an opportunity to meet the two of them and see if he can connect up with them while he is in uh, campaigning out there in the uh, Dallas-Fort Worth area. As you know, Mansfield, Texas sits out there in the midst of uh, 
uh, Dallas-Fort Worth, and um, they actually are in Ellis County, and um, out there where First Sergeant, uh, First Sergeant Daryl Eddings lives, and so they can be great source of uh, resources for uh, Pastor Cooper. So I don't know if um, if we're back on live, if we're back with uh, Pastor Cooper or not, if we lost him, uh, Mr. Williams, and if we lost Mr. Arthur. Uh, if, if not, uh, okay, we can, okay, please, yes, please go ahead and do that, and then we'll see if we can get uh, Pastor Cooper back. Thank you. I'm so glad you ladies are here. You each have your own room. Thank you. Get that a I'll call you today. Adopting things, sister? It's a lot. Girl, you're going to be late. You want breakfast? Okay. Always know our world. Are you back? I don't know if you're back or not, but uh, we welcome you back to Marvelous Monday, and uh, we appreciate all those beautiful commercials. We're trying to get the family back in, I did not get the opportunity to send a message to Pastor Cooper. Miss Liana, are you with us? So, Mr. Williams, if you can send a message to Pastor Cooper, or, or I can send that message very really quickly to Pastor Cooper, so that, and we have, uh, oh my gosh, we got so many people that are texting in, wanting to come in to this show, and so we, we'll have them at some other times. Uh, we won't try to get them in uh, just right now. Uh, let's see. That's even somebody from Better Awards campaign that's just sending me text messages about coming in. So, Mr. Williams, as we can see, this is election time, and people are really working hard to try to get into the East Texas area. We we appreciate the fact that they recognize that uh, that they need East Texas, and uh, it's taken a while for people to wake up and realize that, but now. I can see that they do and understand that. So that's why I have all these messages that's coming in on my phone right now because they want to get into our shows, our Marvelous Monday or a view from the top so that they can indeed uh, be able to come into uh, into East Texas and particularly in Tyler, Texas. Because as many of you know, uh, Smith County, the county where I live, is the largest county uh, in the uh, East Texas area. So everything actually happens uh, here in, in Tyler, Texas, and, and if not Tyler, then Longview because we're the, we're the largest ones, and, and this county is actually larger than Gregg County. So uh, a lot of things take place and happen in, in this county. So there, as we, we know, there's going to be an event here in Tyler on, on tomorrow. So, uh, so just study your candidates. This is what we say to to everybody, study your candidates, know who they are, know what they stand for, know how they have voted in the past, see if they represent what you would like to see happen uh, if you were holding an office or even if you, you'd like to see what happens uh, because you're a citizen and you want to make sure that things happen. Let me see what my messages are here. But you want to make sure that things are happening for the, for the greater, for your greater good. So, uh, hmm, Okay. Yeah, more messages from candidates trying to get through. And, but as I said, we're not going to 
we're not bringing in any more tonight. Uh, we're just going to, uh, tonight is the night for the governors. And so we didn't get, uh, we didn't get everything set up for Mr. Beto to come in uh, to talk to us. And so at this point, we only have that half an hour left uh, for the show and it will be ending. So we want to, uh, we won't be concerned with it right now. Yes, if you take another, and, and the answer to that is yes, and then I'll try to uh, to get people on one more time here. So uh, let me see. We're going to go to uh, station identification one more time and try to get everything all set up. I can't see uh, the Gillespie's. There's the scientists. Hoy tenemos vacunas para protegernos del COVID-19. Ellas traen esperanza para acabar la pandemia, pero solo si están disponibles para todos y colaboramos. La terrible pandemia del coronavirus ha causado enfermedad, muerte y sufrimiento al mundo entero. Apoyamos la vacunación para todos. de amor a todos. Line, Mr. Arthur. 
I have the uh, Pastor Gillespie and his wife on. Okay, um, uh, Pastor Cooper is on. Pastor Cooper, are you on the uh, are you on the radio line or are you on the tel- are you getting on the television line? Cooper, are you there? Okay, you're not coming in, Pastor Cooper. I have the Gillespies on the line, Pastor Cooper, and I want you to see them. And so if you can come back and join us on television and so that you can get to uh, say hello to the pastor and first lady. And they send that message to the Well, anyways, welcome, Gillespie, to a Marvelous Monday. We're so happy to have you on. We have about about 25 more minutes, 27 more minutes on. We're on from 8 until 10 every Monday night here on Marvelous Monday. And so we're picked up on on Fizz uh, Television, Fizz uh, on Wilco, and so uh, we'll be on television each Monday night uh, and as well as on Thursday, on our Thursday show, midday here in uh, in Tyler, Texas. So, uh, so Mr. Pastor Michael Cooper is, as I said, running for governor. He's African-American that's running for governor, and so he's, he and Beto O'Rourke, I think, are the front runners for the ones who are running for governor, and so that debate was held tonight there, and we were just kind of giving a recap of how things went there at the Aftermath Museum. We were having difficulties uh, with the Internet service there at the museum, so it was difficult for us to actually get on and listen to most of what was being said. And so I just actually got a message from Pastor Cooper that said that he was on, but I can't, but he's not coming in. So um, he's on the radio line. So Pastor Cooper, can you hear us? So it's not saying anything. He says he's in the waiting. So here's what's happening. The, uh, The person who runs our lines on the radio stepped away, and that's why he cannot get in. So, Pastor Cooper, if you can hear me, just press 1, and that will put you in the queue, and then we'll be able to hear what you're saying. So just go ahead and press 1, and let me send you a message to say press 1, and that will put you in the queue. And Ms. Rihanna should be back shortly, and she is our engineer. So he pressed 1. Now can you hear, can you hear us, Pastor Cooper? Still not in queue. And what we have to do, we have to be very careful, uh, Gillespie, because uh, sometimes we have people that come in and say words that are not so kind and using profanity because we have people listening from all over the world, actually, uh, military installations and various places. So, so we, have to keep, uh, we have to keep our uh, information down. I, I think he said yes. Did you, did you say yes that so you can hear me, Pastor Cooper? If you can hear me, go ahead and speak. Okay. Well, I'm going to dial him off of this phone and see what happens. Hey, yes. I, I can hear you, but I can't speak. You won't, it would not allow me to speak. Okay. So, see, Miss Rihanna stepped away, and so I have the I have Pastor Adolphus Gillespie and his wife, Miss Cheryl Gillespie that's on the line, and I really wanted you to meet them because they live in Mansfield. His church is there in Mansfield, Texas. And, and so that, Mansfield. I'm sorry, say again. He can hear you. Can I, you I can't hear you. I, I was in Mansfield, Texas. It, you were? Oh, is that right? Yeah, two weeks ago I was in Mansfield. Absolutely. 
I, I don't even know what area I was in, but the only thing I know is that I want a house out there that's beautiful land. Oh, you own a home out there in Mansfield? No, I want one. I oh, you want one. one? Oh, well, yes. It's beautiful out there. It is beautiful out there, and they live in one of those beautiful homes out there, as a matter of fact. Wow. <laughs> I found it in their backyard. I was in Mansfield, too. Is that right? So, uh, so Pastor Gillespie, this is uh, Pastor Michael Cooper from Beaumont, and he can't see you, but he can hear you. So if you want to have a word or so to tell him, then we'll go ahead and listen to you. Uh, Pastor Cooper, how you doing? This is Pastor Glassy. I am doing wonderful. Pastor Glassy, Arthur, are you there? We welcome you back, Mr. Arthur. And you and Miss Liana, Mr. Arthur, are you there? So I can't tell if Mr. Arthur is there or not. I, I'm still getting messages that people want to. Okay, you there? I got you. Go ahead. Mr. Arthur? Sure. Okay. Well, I can't. Yes. There you are. You, you're you actually on. Okay, so so the Gillespie, you see the Gillespie's there, Mr. Arthur? So that's who, yes, that's who I wanted Pastor Cooper to uh, connect with and say hello. Mr. Arthur actually works for Beautiful job. Beautiful job. Thank you, Mr. Williams. Outstanding. 
Lord and myself. I'm like, why don't you keep me at the hospital? Mm-hmm. Well, I want to put them on them. I'm concerned about me being mad like y'all concerned about the white kids being mad and upset. Y'all weren't concerned then. That's, That's right. what really disturbed me sure. about this whole thing. I don't want my children's children, grandchildren's children, your children's children right. to go um, with a, another day without the real knowledge of what went on in Texas. And so I'm ducking the system and putting it out there on my own network. Mm-hmm. So they can all see all they want. Dr. Kelly ain't going to ask them that she don't do it. So, you know, we ain't got to ask her permission. That's right. So, what are you doing? What are you doing? It's up now. You can go to Diz TV Local for Black History Month. We released it last year, right. but my network wasn't ready. So, I released it online as a pay per view, which Dr. McKellar was very instrumental in and helping to move down the track, uh, as well as promoting it and being a part of it. And so, this year, I waited on the network was ready so that we can. Use it as a demonstration tool for other content creators. This is what I'm making available in the spirit of quasi uh, uh, for economic cooperative economic development yeah. so that you can make a living from distributing your films now without having to go to Hollywood. You can come to this. Okay. So Finding Miriam is the first release of $4.99 on, on Roku, and it's in the 18 nations, 63 million people to access it now See? on Roku. And they can, wow. 63 million can watch you and what you did tonight, you and Pastor Cooper. What's that? I forgot that. <laughs> I wanted to throw that in there. You don't believe me, go on Walmart and see how many Roku TVs they sell in. Everybody has it now. Exactly. So, so you probably family, have it on your television as well and probably don't even know you have it on there. Yeah, I don't, I don't, oh, okay. Hulu. That's what I. That's why I, that was my next thing. That's why I wanted to bring them in here so that they can yep. hear that he may want to do his church on there. Who knows? They're exactly correct. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. That's exactly why I wanted them to come in and be a part and listen into this tonight. Yeah, you guys. They're very. Pro- they're very progressive. Very progressive. Hey, I, I figure like this. If I can bless you, I'll be blessed. There you go. Well, there you go. That's the way it goes. Yeah. Yeah. You everybody else with. Yeah. Don't believe it. And not all of us are there, there, you go. And nobody on, nobody on this show tonight, I, I, I think I, I, I personally do. I can't be a blessing unless I'm blessed. That's exactly correct. Yeah. You call the piano back there and grab it, grab the piano back there. No. I love it. It's beautiful background and it's beautiful. Saturday. Oh well, I well uh, well. And, uh, I should ask uh, Mr. Eric. Is Friday better? Oh, uh, they can be a part of the press conference. Absolutely. You know, we're going to do a press conference. We're going to do a, yeah. We're going to do a press conference in Marshall, and then we're going to do another one in, in Tyler. And as a matter of fact, I need to get you connected to uh, get connected to our frat brother. Oh, okay. You know, my people are in Tyler. Yeah, I heard. Yeah. Maybe you know, yeah. Right. You want to try to go for that? Um, whichever one is better. Uh, you know, I, 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 we said what? Well, let's see. We we 
you're going to be in Marshall at yeah. early morning. Yeah. And then. Well, that's why I was thinking about Saturday because I know that you, yeah. you're working on Friday. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, he's quite a character. Quite a character. Yeah. 